Okay. I hit record. Hello. Hi. Hi. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to this on December 25th, hopefully, which is Christmas for us. Maybe Christmas for you. Maybe a day of whatever you celebrate. We celebrate Christmas. This is coming out. This is coming out on Christmas. It's coming out on Christmas. You might not be listening to it on Christmas, but you should listen to it on Christmas. Just while you're opening presents. Yeah. Everyone. We're doing a very special uh, bonus episode that we do on every holiday, but the the holiday... um, episode like the specific uh christmasy episode we're doing mm-hmm. um we've been very excited about and we've had good ideas about for a long time because there's so much good christmas folklore <laughs> and it's just a very good holiday to dive into other people's like weird yeah. cultural like not i mean some of it's our stuff is weird too like right. weird christmas like cre- all, cryptids and stuff all like culture that culture is weird yeah yeah <laughs> and so that's what we're gonna do for you Today is just going. Oh, this is known unknowns. This is by the known way. unknowns. This is Carly Davis. This is Harry. That's Sullivan. Harry Sullivan. Say something. Um, hi. And, and this is the known unknowns holiday special. You didn't say this is oh, Carly. And Davis. this is and that's Carly Davis. That's me. That's you. You said this is Carly Davis. Yeah, and then you said this is Harry Sullivan. So then I was gonna go back and f- never mind. We ruined it. Um. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, so we're calling this the holiday bonus episode, but most of my stuff is like Christmas, uh, Christmas. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. look up some Hanukkah ghost stuff, but I couldn't, uh, find much. There's um, just a lot of cool, like Christmassy folklore. This year is a Christmas episode. Next year we'll do, uh, we'll expand our horizons. This is coming out on Christmas, okay? Yeah. It's coming so it might as well okay. be about and Christmas. And literally everyone celebrates Christmas, whether it's a religious holiday for them or just a fun present holiday, right? A lot of people do in America, yeah. at least, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They a... celebrate Christmas mm-hmm. even if they don't, even if they're not Christians. Yeah. You know, the post office isn't open. Mm-hmm. Might as well celebrate that. The pagan holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so we're gonna, I feel like I had something I wanted to say, mm. but I don't remember. Hmm. Do you have any hot takes about Christmas? Not really. What's your favorite, um, Christmas treat, I guess? Christmas treat? I don't know. Like food? Yeah. Cookies. <laughs> okay, great. I like the peanut butter cookies with a little Hershey kiss or like mm, yeah, chocolate those star on top. Those are good. Those are yummy. I haven't had them in a long time, but I, I have fond memories of those like Pillsbury cookies. The one with the, you, the, the uh, yeah, you cut out of the roll and it's got... Oh, oh and it, yeah, and it's yeah. got like the, the mm-hmm. stuff in the middle. Those are yeah. good. I know. I haven't oh. had them in forever, but... Those are so good. I, I was Remember just thinking about them Remember when your cousin said he frosted those? And I was like, you frost sugar cookies? And then you're like, not the ones you get with like the design on it and i'm like oh yeah no that's not you don't frost those you mm-hmm. just eat those because they're good they are good oh i wish they made gluten-free ones <laughs> yeah. yeah you couldn't see it but carly did a very um enthusiastic <laughs> shivery move like a oh, that kind of thing if you <laughs> want <of>. it. <laughs> like, yeah. a, oh, like a very excited like shiver like ooh. That's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was cute. Uh, yeah, I'm cute. Um, 
<laughs> so, to start this episode off, we have a fun thing. Well, Harry found it on Twitter. He sent it to me, and it's very, it's it's kind of spooky. It's not oh. Christmassy, but we're going to start it off because it's cool. Yeah, well, it's, uh, so there is an article from uh, WILX10, uh, your breaking news and weather authority for, I think, Lansing, Michigan. Um, cool, 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 cool. Michigan. <laughs> Mysterious cakes left on the Lansing River Trail is the headline. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like birthday cakes, like store-bought birthday cakes surrounding like a treat. Yeah. Uh, so the article starts, six store-bought cakes with names frosted on the tops are mysteriously sitting along the river trail near Olympic Broil in Lansing. Now, I know what you're thinking. Maybe someone just left some random like birthday cakes there. Exactly, that's because exactly what I was Maybe thinking, they fell right? off a truck. Maybe Yeah. Even though they were perfectly placed in a um line or a what's the a curve? Yeah. Looks like vaguely curved line next yeah. to this big tree. Mm-hmm. But wait until you hear the names on these cakes. Yeah. The names scrawled in cursive icing appear to be San Lazaro, Oromila, Elegmo, Shango, Occam, and Olaf. Hmm. The cakes were posted on Reddit. One curious person wanted to know why the cakes with names would be left there. Um, one of the main theories about the cakes is that the cakes are Santeria offerings for different Orishas. What are, what's Santeria? Santeria is a religion merging the Yoruba beliefs with Roman Catholic saints. It's an Afro-Cuban okay. religion that is mainly practiced in Cuba. Cool. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's that sublime song about it. I don't practice Santeria. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got no, no crystal ball. ball. I had a million dollars, but yeah, I, I, I spent it all. all. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so creepy, right? Is yeah. there anything else yeah. in that article? Um, it's pretty short. It's just like there's some cakes yeah. we don't really know. They apparently appeared like a week or so ago. Um, a week or two? I'm not. Uh, Wasn't it around the time Santeria happens or well, whatever? Uh, Celebration? Or, yeah, it's a, December 4th is a ceremony for Chango slash St. Barbara, um, oh, uh, which is. Um, in this religion, there are three representations of the Holy Spirit. They are Oludom, Oludomare, Olofi, and Olorun. Which is similar to the names on the cakes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you yeah. got yeah, Oludomare is, you know, they're yeah, they're similar to the names on the cakes. It's really cool. Yeah, it is. It's very interesting. Creepy. Yeah, that's about all there is you to it. Should look that up because it's a, kind of a strange picture. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't is, that be weird if you just... Yeah, yeah. So, not much well, to we'll it, We'll post but... the picture from this Nudus article mm-hmm. there. You know, yeah. some people are having a little... Uh, yeah. little uh, witchy... Uh, a very witchy Christmas. Yeah, good for them. And, I don't know, it's just creepy to see uh, some birthday cakes on the side of the road. It is a little weird, but <laughs> I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, it yeah. is. Okay. Anyway, so that's Are we so ready to that. get into the other Christmas content? I'll go. Yeah, go. <coughs> okay, so this one was suggested to me by my friend Izzy. We were at a party. Um, and she was like, do this story for Christmas. And I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, 
And so I looked it up because it was funny. All right. Good reason. This is called the Tio de Nadal. All right. right. Tio de Nadal. Tio, Tio de Nadal. Uncle de Nadal. Huh? Nothing. Oh. Okay. Um, meaning in English is Christmas log. Oh, never mind. Also known as Tio, trunk or log, a big piece of cut wood or tronco log, is a character in Catalan mythology relating to a Christmas tradition widespread in Catalonia. Catalonia? Catalonia. And some regions in Aragon. Aragon? Probably. A similar tradition exists in other places, such as places I can't pronounce. <laughs> and in Oregon, it's also called Tizon de Nadal or Tosa. Which All right. Not a big... So he looks like a big log. Let me just read it. It's All it's right. funny. It's it's a funny story. <laughs> okay. Ready? So the form of the Tio de Nadal found in many Aragonese and Catalan... I think I'm saying those right. Homes. Catalan. I don't know. Homes during the holiday season is a hollow log about 30 centimeters long. All right. Recently, the T.O. has come to stand up on two or four stick legs with a broad smiling face painted on in higher on its higher end, enhanced by a little red sock hat, <laughs> a miniature of the traditional barretina, and often a three-dimensional <laughs> di- three nose. Those accessories have been added only in recent times, altering the more traditional and rough natural appearance of a dead piece of wood. <laughs> All right. Being, beginning with the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, December 8th, All right. one gives the Tio a little bit to eat every night and usually covers him with a blanket so that he will not be cold. Look at, the, look at the picture of the log. Oh, he's a little sweetie. He's a little sweetie. Look at his legs and the blanket they cover him up with. That's cute. All right, just wait. Um, <laughs> uh, the story goes that in the days preceding Christmas, children must take good care of their log. Aww. Yeah, keeping it warm and feeding it so that it will defecate presents on Christmas <laughs> Day or Eve. Hey, hell yeah. On Christmas Day. Or in some households on Christmas Eve, one puts the T.O. partly in the fireplace and orders it to defecate. (laughs) (laughs) So they're really nice to little log boy. And then they're like, poop. Put you in the fire. (laughs) Put you in the fire until you poop. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so the fire part of this tradition is no longer as wi- is no longer as widespread oh, as it once good. was, since many modern homes do not have fireplaces. To mi- so, ready? This yeah. is how they make it defecate now. Uh-oh. One beats the Tio with sticks. No. While singing various songs of Tio de Nadal. He's a good boy. They just beat him with a stick until he poops out their no. presents. <laughs> I love it. So they're like really. That's morbid. They like t- they're like forced they're to take really... care of this thing for like yeah. a week. No, starting on the eighth for like weeks. Yeah. And then they're like, "Good night, little Tio," and they put a little blanket over them and make sure they're nice and warm. And then they shove them in a fire and say, "Poop my presents, bitch." That's what they do. <laughs> what is sad? That's so sad. Oh, okay. For the long. And they sing while they're beating it with. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's so sad. Okay, this is not funny, but it is. The tradition says that before beating the Tio, all the kids have to leave the room and go to another place of the house to pray, asking for the Tio to deliver a lot of presents. <laughs> Nowadays, the praying tradition has been left behind. Still, children go to a different room, usually the kitchen, to warm their stick next to the fire before they beat him with it. <laughs> beat him with a warm stick. Yep. This makes the perfect excuse for the relatives to do the trick and put the presents under the blanket while the kids are praying or warming their sticks. <laughs> why they're there warming their sticks to brand the log or they're praying. <laughs> <laughs> the Tio does not drop larger objects as those are considered to be brought by the three wise men. Okay. It does leave candies, nuts, and uh, small toys depending on the region. It may also give out dried figs. What what comes out of the TO is a communal is a communal rather than individual gift shared by everyone there. Ah. The TO is often popularly called Kagatio, the saga or uh, <laughs> translation shitting log or poo log. <laughs> this derives from the many songs of the TO TO de Nadal and that begin with this phrase which was originally in the context of the songs as imperative shit log, shit log, shit log. Like they're like <laughs> singing shit log or like poop yeah, log right. and then they beat it, you know? Shit log. Shit log and then they like <laughs> beat it with a stick. <laughs> the use of this expression as a name is not believed to be part of the ancient tradition. Uh, the Kagatia song. This is what they sing. All right. Uh, a song is sung during the celebration. After hitting the Tio softly with a stick during the song, it is hit harder on the words, Kaga Tio. Then somebody puts their hand under the blanket and takes a gift. <laughs> the gift is opened and then the song begins again. There are many different songs. The following are some examples. Kaga Tio. Shit log. Uh, Kaga Toro. So this is the, Eng I'm just going to read the English translation. Okay, yeah. Shit log. Shit nougats. Hazelnuts and mato cheese. Mato? Mato cheese. If you do not shit well, I'll hit you with a stick. Shit log. <laughs> if you do not shit well, I'll hit you with a stick. Shit log. Shit log. They just scream, shit log, and sing, <laughs> hey, shit out some nougats. Love it. <laughs> Isn't that the funniest yeah. story you've ever heard? That's, that's good. I'm in I love, love with it. it. I, yeah. <laughs> it's a good tradition. I think we should start doing that. Me too. I really think we should get a log and decorate it and put little presents in it, but not hit him. We should, right. like, pet him Aww. and, like, feed him and just, like, say, oh, good little Tio, good <laughs> yeah. little Tio. And yeah. then we just what, carefully take the presents out of him. Uh -huh. Do they say anything about what happens after he shits out the presents? What happens to him? Do they just get rid of him? Yeah, I think so. Bummer. There's nothing else about it mm -hmm. here. Um, so I have a couple other smaller ones, yeah. but you can go. Okay. Do you have one big story? Uh, no, I've got three mm, Oh, cool. Stories. We'll just go back and forth. Cool. So you read one of your stories. Okay, now. give me a second. Yeah. Uh, do you think he's... I'm sure he's in some way related to like a Yule, the Yule Log tradition. Yeah, I think so. Because under C also, Yule Log. All right. <laughs> so. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to start with... So I, I researched three different anti-Santas. Cool. Um, I hope none of ours match up. I hope not either. Do you have this guy? Uh, No, I didn't. Oh, wait. I, or... No, this guy. 
Uh, both of those I Bell's looked at nickel. briefly, but decided not to uh, do. Okay, cool. So I almost did Bell's Nickel. Yeah, Bell's Nickel. And okay, yeah, okay. Anyway, so I'm gonna start with the one of the most famous famous anti Santas, Krampus. Oh yes. Uh, so Krampus comes from Central Europe, basically Austria, Bavaria, Croatia, Czech Republic, Hungary, Northern Italy, Slovakia, Slovenia. Um, so he is a companion to St. Nicholas. He appears in the streets on Krampusnacht, December 5th, which is the night before the Feast of St. Nicholas. Um, and he comes around and dis- goes to all the bad little children who St. Nicholas doesn't go to and he gives them coal or rutin bundles which are bundles Ooh. of birch twigs <laughs> um, Oops. so he looks like a half goat half demon monster oh God. he's all covered in a hair he's either brown or dark brown or black <laughs> he has the cloven hooves of a wool of a not a wolf of a goat he's got a long pointed tongue and fangs um, and he carries around chains and yeah so i maybe added to be part of like that he's bound by the devil or something um or it might date back further uh, and he carries around those birch branches which in addition to giving to children he sometimes uses to swat them with the Oof. sometimes instead of birch branches he carries a whip that he uses to whip oh my God. naughty children carry <laughs> wow uh and he carries on his back a big sack or a basket that he uses <laughs> to take away evil or naughty children either to hell or to be drowned or eaten oh my god yeah wow <laughs> okay so so before he was a uh, friend of Saint or a companion to Saint Nicholas. They're uh, friends. Oh, he like comes around at the same time that Saint Nicholas does, yeah. I don't know anything about Christmas. They're not really friends, so I guess. I, they work together. Just, yeah. They're co workers. Mm-hmm. Uh so he comes so it's supposed that he has his roots in pre Christian Alpine traditions. That he may be based off the horned god of the witches of the Alpine, of the Alps. Um, and he, the birch twigs that are part of his whole deal could be from the initiation rites of certain witch covens. Where they, I think, would like bind each other up with birch twigs or like hit each other with them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Pretty, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. That's pretty what I got. That's, that's the Krampus. Okay. What else? What do you have? I have my next one. I'm going to do the bell snickle. Great. I, yeah, I looked at him a little bit, but didn't uh, write anything about him. Decided to do other things. Yeah. Um. So the bell snickle is a crotchety, fur-clad Christmas gift bringer figure in the folklore of uh, pa- Palatinate. Okay. I don't know, region of the southwestern Germany. Region of southwestern Germany, mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of other—I don't know—I don't know how to say these things. The figure is also preserved in Pennsylvania Dutch communities and Brazilian German communities. Mm. So, uh, Bell Snickel is related to other companions of Saint Nicholas in the folklore of German-speaking Europe. Mm-hmm. He may have—he may have been based on an older German myth 
uh, I don't know how to say his name, a servant of St. Nicholas and a character from Northern Germany. Unlike those figures, Bell's Nickel does not accompany St. Nicholas. Mm -hmm. St. Nicholas, but instead visits alone. Ah. And combines both the threatening and the benign aspects, which in other traditions are divided between St. Nicholas and the companion figure. Okay. So, Bell's Nickel is a man wearing furs and sometimes a mask with a long tongue. Oh. Yeah. He is typically very ragged and disheveled. He wears torn, tattered, and dirty clothes, and he carries a switch in his hand uh, with which to beat naughty children, right. but also pockets full of cakes, candies, and nuts for good children. Hey. Yeah. Uh, a first-hand 19th century account of the Belsnickel tradition is in Algony County, Maryland, can be found in Brown's Miscellaneous Writings, a collection of essays by Jacob Brown, born in 1824, mm -hmm. writing of a period around 1830. Brown says, quote, We did not hear of Santa Claus. Instead, the tradition called for a visit by a different character altogether. He was known as Chris, Chris Kingle. Chris Kinkle. Okay. Bell's Nickel, and sometimes as, a Chris, as the Christmas woman. Children mm. then not only saw the mysterious person, but felt him, or rather his stripes, upon their back with his switch. <laughs> the annual visitor would make his appearance some hours after dark, thoroughly disguised, especially the face, which would sometimes be covered with a hideously ugly fizz, generally wore a female garb. Hence okay. the name Christmas Woman. Sometimes it would be a veritable woman, but with masculine force and action. Okay. He or she, I guess he wrote this. He wrote this. He yeah. or the old guy. Yeah. He or she would be equipped with, a, with an ample sack about the shoulders filled with cakes, nuts, and fruits, and long hazel switch, which was supposed to have some kind of a charm in it as well as a sting. Mm. One would scatter the goodies upon the floor, and then uh, the scramble would begin by the delighted children, and the other hand would ply the switch upon the backs <laughs> of the excited youngsters, who would not show a wince, but had it been parental discipline, there would have been screams to reach a long distance. So while so he'd throw the goodies on the ground, and while the kids were picking them, he'd whip them? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Cool guy. Yeah, that's all I got about that one. It's pretty <laughs> okay. short. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I have another one. Uh, so I've got one also from the. Uh, uh. Well. Okay. Another. I guess all of these are. All of mine are vaguely German. Um, okay. My next one is Hans Trapp. Okay. Uh, from the Alsace-Lorraine version region of France and Germany. Um. He is apparently based off a real guy. Um based off uh, someone called Hans von Trotha, Hans von Trotha who lived from 1450 to 1503. Um, he was a German knight in charge of a couple of castles within the Palatinate Forest, so similar area as Belsnickel. Um, he apparently had, at one point, had a dispute with the local abbot um, over some like territory, he dammed up the river coming to this nearby town, cutting off their water supply. And then as the dispute with the abbot went on, he then tore down the dam quickly and flooded the town, destroying its economy. Mm. Anyway, so, so people didn't like him. And so 
they he became this folk figure called Hans Trapp who's described as a wealthy and greedy man who had sold his soul to Satan and was excommunicated from the church. Uh, He went to a, he was exiled to go and live in the Palatinate forest. Um, Excuse me, where he would disguise himself as a scarecrow uh, coming out at night to, uh, uh, he'd disguise himself as a scarecrow, like with straw sticking out of his, all his clothes. And he'd come out at night to eat children oh my god yeah um so the story goes that he was killed by god striking him with lightning at one point um okay and then after that he teamed up with saint nicholas in order to, to seek redemption and so he roams the earth along with saint nicholas who come and he comes to uh, persuade children to be good so they don't end up like him so he put behind oh, him his his child eating ways, and now he goes child and, uh, eating ways. He uh. goes to the you know the naughty kids and is like, "Hey, cut it out, or you'll end up exiled to the forest and have to dress like a scarecrow like me." And eat children. Yeah. He eat, when did he eat children? The beginning before or? he was killed, before God struck Got him it. with lightning. Okay. After he was exiled to the forest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, my last one is really short, but I thought it was cute. So I'm going to talk about the Yule Cat. Great. Oh, yeah, I looked at that one a little bit, or I I saw that one mentioned, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Yule Cat, a huge and vicious cat who is described as lurking about the snowy countryside during Christmas time and eating people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. (laughs) That's... So it eats people if you don't have new clothes. If you didn't get new, if you didn't receive new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. Okay. He is the house pet of Grilla, Gryla, Mm -hmm. and her Uh sons. (laughs) Though referred to as an ancient tradition, written accounts of the Yule Cat have only been located as recently as the 19th century. Mm. The threat of being eaten by the Yule Cat was used by farmers as an incentive of their workers to finish processing the autumn wool before Christmas. Ah. Yeah, the ones who took part in the work would be rewarded with new clothes, but those who did not would get nothing and thus would be preyed upon by the monstrous cat. (laughs) The cat has alternatively been described as merely eating away the food of of ones without new clothes during Christmas feasts. Oh. The perception of the Yule Cat as a man-eating beast was partly popularized by poems of Johannes Yerkotlum, Kotlum, I don't know, as with the rest of the folklore. Hmm. That's what I got. Neat. So, Yule Cat, everyone, if you don't get new clothes to wear for Christmas Eve, you're gonna get Christmas, eat- you're gonna mm. get eaten by the big vicious cat. Oh no. Yeah. Better, better finish up that harvest. Yeah, seriously. Okay, my last one is Frau Perkta. Um, she is she comes from the German and Austrian Alps, um, and she is a Christmas witch uh, who comes around during the twelve days of Christmas. Uh, she has the appearance of a decrepit old crone. She has a beaked nose made of iron, tattered clothes, a cane. And she hides a long knife under her skirt. Oh my god. So she will come to uh, as good 
good children as they sleep and uh, leave for them a silver coin, either under the pillow or by their bed or whatever. Okay. Uh, but when she comes to bad children, um, she doesn't like children who lie or are messy particularly <laughs> and is especially concerned with whether girls have spun all of their allotted flax or wool. Okay. Um, but so if you haven't like spun all your wool for the year, uh, she will slit your stomach open <gasps> and remove your uh, stomach and guts. Oh my god! And then she'll stuff up the hole with straw and pebbles and or maybe other garbage. That's terrible. Yeah. That's um, so scary. Yeah. She will also come and punish you if on her feast day you eat something other than the traditional fee- fish and gruel. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So she'll Interesting. come. And uh, yeah, she'll slit your tummy open and Ugh. stuff you with trash. Remove your organs and fill you with garbage. Great. That's uh, she's cool. a, a little short one. Okay. So the That's Germans scary. have some uh, fun stories. For sure. Yeah. Uh, well, that's all I have. Is that all you have? Yep, that's what I researched. Great. Yeah. Uh, so those are some fun little Christmas. My favorite one is the T.O. Yeah, the I little know. log. He's... Yeah. Shit log, shit log. It's my favorite <laughs> one. It's funny. It is. I, I know. Think it's funny. I like it. I just picturing little kids hitting a stick, like hitting a log with a stick, uh-huh. and being like, "Poop." <laughs> yeah. Poop my presents. Poop my figs. Like, <laughs> goofy. Oh, oh I man, that. I love that. Um, well, that uh, that wraps up our holiday episode of Christmas Folklore. Yep. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you did as well. What? <laughs> I meant the audience listening. Oh, oh. I hope they enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't care if they like it or not. Okay. Did you like the stories I had to yeah, say? Yeah, no, I did. I thought they were cool. interesting. Cool, 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 cool. I liked yours too. Thank you. Welcome. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, okay. Um, That's it. Yeah. Great. Uh, you still have, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, you still have a few hours to enter our uh, oh, yeah. holiday giveaway over on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh Check we out just, our... We just want to give a little uh, present to a nice listener, you know? Yeah. I'm going to give you guys a chance. This is a thank you mm-hmm. for all you do for us. Yeah. Genuinely. Thank so, you. So uh, I've been I've been Harry. I'm still Carly. And this has been... Known Unknowns Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Because it's weird out there. Bye. Bye. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.